Hey guys, welcome to Drunk Info Sec, episode seven. Today we got Alex and Henry, Tony, Ryan, and I'm Chris. We got a few topics to go over today, so let's get started. Responsible disclosures. Um, what's your opinion on it with the website vulnerabilities, uh, software O days? What are the pros and cons? O days are bad. So, hey, are we talking about negative days? We could. It could be a negative day. It definitely could be a negative day. I'm a positive person. Let's not really bring up. The What's negative. the positive side of a negative day? <laughs> Responsible disclosure in general, though, right? So let's just say you find something that's bad or some kind of bug within a software, any software really, and should you turn it over? Should you get paid for it? Should you wait to get paid for it? Should you hold on to it? What's the uh, What's the opinion? I mean, I definitely think you should turn it over, but I, I do think it's up to the companies to, you know, compensate you in some way. I mean, it's basically free consulting at that point, right? Yeah, it's free bug testing. Are they yeah. obligated to compensate you, though? No, they're definitely obligated, not obligated, no. but, you know, it's really bad press if you're going to be the company. Well, I think it was a Yahoo or is one of, one of the companies just gave the guy a free T-shirt and bumper sticker, basically, for... Well, the software companies aren't held responsible for when uh, their software allows a compromise of an entire company and all this other stuff. The software company is not well, held responsible for it. They're not necessarily held responsible, but there is bad press that comes with that. And, you know, that does sometimes have negative connotations. So the bad press, though, is is what? Saying the public your saying, software sucks. hey, they found, they found <laughs> some shit in your system. And the person that told you, hey, you know, your, your shit's bad, what's, where's the bad press? Oh, they never, they didn't get anything for it? No, the bad, the... the bad press is the, the one, the vulnerability in the software. So, right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's the one company that we all talk about that happens every freaking week that has a new vulnerability? Adobe. Right. Uh, Flash, WordPress, uh, yeah, Java, I mean, all of them. Drupal. They, yeah. they, they happen every single week. Not Apple. So anybody that Never Apple. hopefully at least follows it doesn't want to, <laughs> you know, doesn't want to use that or at least wants to have a little bit more of a security mindset when they're using it. Right. I think the biggest issue here is uh, what, what we've seen it recently. Even if it was uh, even if it was iOS or whatever, there's a you know, the box we talked about before, gray box, whatever it was called. You know how it works is it actually uses you know, essentially negative days and zero days um, that they have that were undisclosed and now they're using it in a product. I mean, Ryan loves negative that's something days. that you should be able to release to the company. And because if it's used maliciously found, I mean, it's not like you're going to be the only person to find this. If it's you know given enough time, someone's going to find it, you know, and then it's used maliciously. Now everyone is worse off because you held on to your, you know, will claim to fame. Yeah, I, oh, I'm, I'm totally for it. I, I think responsible disclosure is the way to go. I, you know, holding the vulnerabilities to yourself or, you know, selling to them to, you know, either a government agency or a consulting firm that, that is going to use it in some way. I, I just think that's that's the wrong path to go. I mean, you're, you're going to make yourself a couple bucks. That's good. It's great. But you're not helping the community as a whole. You're not helping the rest of the users. I think the community's moving in the right right way though, right? I mean, like there are big sites out there now that you can go to and turn these things in and get money, right? Um, yeah, I mean there's blocks blockchain solutions. I mean, you know it's got to be cutting edge. <laughs> no, but I mean there, there are like, you know, hacker ones a big one that everybody's using for uh, bug bounties, uh, bug crowds another one. 
Project so I, Zero. I, I'm sorry? Project Zero. Yeah, Project Zero is another one. Um, Google has a whole department. Uh, I, that is Project Zero, right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, Google's got that whole department with Project Zero that they're all focused on finding bugs in uh, community-based uh, software. Do they get beat out a lot, though, from like the public, or... Is it usually that Project Zero, the people that are within that company usually find them ahead of time? Well, so Project Zero is not only focused on Google products. I mean, they're looking at products across the industry. Well, that's where uh, Spectre and Meltdown came from, right? Wasn't that Project Zero? Was it? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know, but that's a really good point to bring that up. I mean, we just got a new uh, new versions of Spectre. Spectre. Uh, really. <laughs> Hey, it's a ghost of the stick, man. Okay. France, ju- France hey. just won. Pay some respect. Yeah, for real. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, we forgot to say, spoiler alert, good job, CT. You, you you fucked it up. What? Saying that they won. Who? It just happened. Who? I'm not saying it. <laughs> nice try. Anyway, so there was a new version of uh, Spectre that was released, and essentially right now it's un- unpatchable, right? But... It, going back to bug bounties, this was the largest payout for a single uh, vulnerability, I believe, ever, right? It's like $100,000 for one vulnerability. I mean, that's it's pretty impressive. I mean, we're, the community in general is moving to the right um, mindset of, you know, people want to know about these things, and they want to be able to fix them, right? But well, if I mean, you hold on to them, you're never going to be able to... It's understandable that it's one of the, the highest payouts because it is unpatchable. Yeah, what's I mean, the... There are, there are mitigations. It. Right. And uh, what so kind of mitigations are those? Just, just to clarify, it didn't come out of Project Zero. This was actually an MIT research project. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what what kind of mitigations are we looking at if it can't be stopped? Well, Chrome just released a 6.7 uh, that has an opt-out uh, uh, site isolation, which mitigates it in somewhat. I mean, it, it obviously doesn't patch it. It just makes it so that when you do get compromised by it, then it's not going to be too bad okay for anything tied into chrome so it'll help you with chrome but nothing else so huh but there is with that uh kind of going back to the 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 whole responsible disclosure and stuff like that like it is great i I love that these groups are standing up and they're offering bounty their bounties and stuff like that man i can't talk today irregularities irregularities Irregularities. (laughs) and i'm just all over the place um it is. It's great that they're doing these things, but I've I've met several researchers that you know are either you know doing pen tests or they're doing assessments, um, and it's you know it's for a particular company, but it ends up being on other company software. Uh, so let's say a website that's being hosted at you know Joe Schmo domain whatever uh, that's actually doing the hosting and has found some major flaws and vulnerabilities in that sh- in that stuff, and. Um, they're kind of leery about releasing that. So, you know, their scope was testing the website of a particular company, and then they find problems with the hosting site because, you know, the hosting site was hosting a whole bunch of websites on that one individual server. They were able to get into root access on, you know, the individual site, which then in turn gave them access to everything on that server, you know. So that was eight or 900 other web pages, AKA companies that, they also had credentials too and stuff like that and they were like you, you should i tell the company about this before i do this i need a lawyer up um you know should i get legal buy-off from the company before i actually tell them that i found this 
you know they're they're really freaked out about this kind of stuff so in my aspect, you know, the responsible disclosure is important, but at the same time, I think that there needs to be some some clear cut regulation on on what a company or what companies can do against these or what these companies can and can't do against individuals that are finding stuff. Because there, there's a lot of people that are still worried about like, hey, I'm going to tell this company that I found X Y Z flaw or something that gave me root access to their servers and it totally fucks all of their their customers and stuff like that, and you know. They don't want to hand that over and then be like, oh, hey, thanks for finding that. Oh, by the way, we're going to sue your ass for, you know, going beyond the bounds that we said that you could go. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things there, right? So if you're on a pen test for if, – if you have a customer paying you to do a penetration test and you find a vulnerability in a piece of software that isn't owned by them, that gets really sketchy because, you know, you have one pay person paying you to do this pen test. You have another company that owns the software – I run into this a lot actually during pen test, and I mean we, you know, it's it's really sketchy territory to be on. Most most of the time, you kind of put it up to the customer that's paying you at the end of the day and say, hey, this needs to be be reported to X Y Z company, X Y Z, you know, remediation plan needs to be put in place. But you know, I who's ever paying me at the end of the day is, is the guy that's that's going to get the vulnerability. Right. But I I think a lot of researchers out there that are just doing this in their free time that aren't aren't getting you know aren't on a pen test or, or, or being paid by a third party, I think they should probably start using some of these these uh, services that are out there for bug bounties in general. I mean, like we were talking about, the hacker one stuff, bug crowd, those guys, I mean, it, it, it's, it's basically giving you the green light and giving you rules of engagement up front so that you're not treading on that thin ice to get a lawsuit. You know, it tells you, hey, these are the only URLs that you can hit. These are the things that you're allowed to do. If you get this far, you can only do these things. And if you go any further, you're screwed. You're not going to you're not going to get a payout and you may get a lawsuit. But if you don't and you abide by the rules, you're golden and you're going to get, you know, a pretty large chunk of money. Yeah, I, I do think that's awesome. I just, you know, I I, I think that there's still a, a very that the line with with the the whole responsible disclosure is still very very gray. Um you know, and I, I'm for responsible disclosure, but at the same time, like I, I fully understand people that don't want to do that because they're afraid of getting their dick slapped or getting thrown in jail or getting fined or, or whatever it may be. You know, it, even even from a software standpoint, you know, just trying to reverse engineer the software or do some sort of crazy shit to it, you're breaking the EULA. Everybody has to sign all that shit that nobody reads. You're breaking all that as soon as you go in and start fucking with it. And I think also one of the, the, you know, the companies have to protect themselves as well. They, you know, they, they get told, Hey, here's your vulnerability. Hey, here's, here's, um, what's wrong with, with what you got going on. They got to protect themselves as well because that information, yes, somebody found it outside their, say outside their company, somebody found that and presented it to them. What if, they decide to take it in another direction and say, hey, here's, you know, so-and-so's vulnerabilities and go on something like the dark web or, or whatnot and sell those, sell, those, sell credentials, sell um, uh, that piece of information. So they got to protect themselves as well. They can't, they can't say, hey, look, you know, if you cross that boundary, we're going to hit you up because right, we so don't know what you're doing on the other we're end. We're all just assuming that everybody's going to do the right thing. Right, which probably not. No. To it. But right, there is there's not. a lot of stuff where, you know, like I think recently there was even um, 
let's just take it a step further that that vulnerability would be used to gain access to a system right and then selling access to that system recently was reported that um an airport security system access to it um, was sold on the dark web, right? Right. You know, it was RDP credentials that were you know, leaked, I guess, or sold on the dark web. Which I mean, why would you have RDP open to the uh, internet anyway? But um, essentially, <laughs> if you take this the wrong way. And you can be malicious, I guess, and you can make money off of it one way or the other. Right. Right. We're all assuming somebody's going to do the right thing, and while I'd love to be able to uh, say that I would also do the right thing, well, imagine if you try to do the right thing and nobody did anything about it. Right? right. Imagine how frustrating that is. Right. And then just say, you know what? Fuck it. I could just do whatever I want with this and get money my way about it. Right. Um, I think that happens a lot. Right. I think it happens more often than not. Ryan, have you ever sold something on the dark web other than your liver? Negative. It was just my liver, and I feel sorry for that sad sap that got it, because it was basically tequila. Also, if you're selling a liver, please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 uh, Thanks, it's collateral, right? So if you're getting a response, you have it two ways. One, you go to the dark web, and then two, you go to you do the right thing and say, hey, look, guys, you have a vulnerability or. Um, what what do you want to do about it? And if you're getting any any pushback, you're already lined up on the dark website to maybe make some money. But does that happen more often than not? I don't know. Are you telling people how to get set up in, in a shady side of business? No, I'm just trying like. to. I'm trying. I think you use well, collateral should, in the wrong so way. So should a should a pen test oh, team <laughs> be okay to go to the dark web and buy this information for a particular site that they've been contracted? Yes, one hundred percent. Because you're you're supposed to. Yeah, Wait, a pen test or a red test? <laughs> red teaming, red testing, pen teaming. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, either either one though. Yeah, you should totally go on the dark web. You should be using. I mean, that that's right. just a, a, a service that you're offering to your customer, right? Do do you do you do your OSINT, your open source research? Are you doing the dark web, or are you just doing Google search? Well, if you're supposed to emulate an adversary, exactly. then that's what an adversary would yeah. do. So you'd say the adversary surf the dark web? Yes. Surf or serve? Both. <laughs> no, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm totally for it. I, I think if, if I was if I was yeah. on a red team pen test, Surfing red server? pen test. Pen teaming? Pen teaming test, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, if I was on one of these and I found credentials for my customer on the dark web, I would totally buy them. Yeah. I would totally use them, and, and then I would bill them for that. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it comes out in, in the the report at the end saying. Of course, know. yeah. I mean, those obviously the, the credentials need to get changed, and you, you you did highlight that because they wouldn't have known it otherwise. What about having what about having your own uh, your own department within? searching the dark web you gotta to be careful if... man this is where uh, I, recently I've been trying to help people understand you know um, so it's a risk analysis of your environment right do I have enough money to deal with this to begin with right like am I gonna set up identities on the dark web to be able to like deal with people this way if I can't even get like you know endpoint protection or I can't get you know my uh, perimeter set up properly right if I don't have regular security set up right why am I spending money Take now, look, search the dark web. Yeah, looking for I mean, the protect dumb Protect yourself shit. first. Yeah. And no, then if you've got enough money, yeah, sure. No, otherwise, you got to be able to yeah, connect yeah, yeah. the threats. So yeah. there's actually, really? there are services, and not, not the connecting threat services, but there are, <laughs> there are some services out there that, that do offer 
searching actually the normal web, but the dark web as well to to highlight, you know, company exposure. I guess you can call it. Right. Um, I was actually just dealing with a customer that had this. It was actually kind of fun because you know it searches social media if there's bad bad press for you it highlights it and and you can go and take care of it however you need to or if there's parody accounts or or just somebody that's registered an account that kind of looks like it using you know different letters or different words it was it was pretty neat yeah i mean yes i completely agree those things should be used but only if you've already done all the other things right oh yeah yeah, yeah. all the other all the other stuff that should have been done the setting up proper security that, that $50,000 yeah. or $500,000 that our, our small business has to, right. to spend on security, they, they should be totally doing visibility. Was it, was it 500000 I don't remember. 000? It keeps growing. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, that shark that I caught was probably 25 foot. <laughs> probably, yeah. 30 at least. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're scouring the, the, the dark web. What am I doing to it? Scour- Skewering? Skewering? Scouring? Irregularities? It's an MIT Skewering. education yeah. coming out. <laughs> Skewering, if you're, yeah, the wrong If you're on the dark yeah. web looking at, you know, uh, Jeez, Porky Pig, that? Well, if you're looking at it. I, I had a thought. <laughs> I get you. And it's yeah. gone. I get you. I guess, just... I guess what I'm saying is, what's it? It's not. <laughs> just fuck you all the way up. That's right? all, folks. <laughs> That's what you get for mixing. Abri, abri. That's what you get for mixing a whole bunch of different random shit. Yeah. Bourbon's got got the best of me. <laughs> so Anyways, so is, there's it's not worth it, right? Because if you do find stuff, if you're not putting the money, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, exactly. If you're not putting the money into the basic stuff, what's it matter? Exactly. You know? Look at the risk and, and mitigate the stuff that you can. Right. Instead of just taking buzzwords and you know saying, "Oh my God, dark web!" I'd love to go look at all of that stuff. And right, then, dark know, web, like, two-factor authentication. Okay, now, now it's what? just the next squirrel that's right. going to take you down some place where you're not going to get yeah. money for it. Right. But I like squirrels. So we got not dead air. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so has anybody really installed the the new beta of iOS? That it that enables the USB lockout feature yet? Fuck for, no. For <laughs> From what I hear, it uh, drains your battery power. I mean, well, it does, but I mean, it, the, the the new USB lockout is actually really nice. Um, Has anybody tested it? I have. Yes. It worked. It, what are you, what are your results? You it does work. Yes, it does lock you out. How was your battery life? Oh, Jesus, I mean, come on. Can I get one question at a time? Jeez. No. <laughs> How's your battery life? Is it good? <laughs> What'd you think? Sex life? Did you reverse it? What was your budget? Did you do the risk analysis? Did you pay for the patch? Did you do your training? Was it free? Look, guys, I'm looking for new co-hosts for Drunk <laughs> Did you red pen it? If anybody would like to try out, please contact. So what does it actually do, Ryan? Ryan, can you tell us what it does? How was your battery life? <laughs> So the new beta version. Ryan, come back. Ryan. <laughs> Don't leave us, Ryan. We may have pissed Ryan off. Hold on. He's gathering his thoughts. So He's a lot of times back. in those patches, they got to do the best they can to try and fix a problem. And it causes other problems. That's coding in general, man. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I mean, I think everybody, if you're listening it's, it's, to this, you probably understand. We're preaching to the choir. But um, I think it was a really good idea. I think that they tried their best to, to solve an issue, right, which was stomach, and 
now they're just going to have to go back and try to figure out how to do the battery life. So let's go live to the phone lines. Has anybody uh, tested this out? First time caller, uh, long time listener. I, uh, my name is Ryan. I, uh... Hey, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. What, uh, what did you find in your uh, research? Only question. What CT said. <laughs> go ahead, Ryan. Battery life sucks. That, oh, that, that was easy. That <laughs> Do y'all like that buildup? It was amazing, right? It was great for me. I hope it was good for you, too. Which Okay, so it's a good thing they patched this, but at the same time, they're affecting battery life, which is a very important thing for mobile devices. Obviously. Okay. What's the time limit set on those? When does it lock out? So essentially, okay. like when you plug in your lightning bolt, like it can only it's gonna get shut off after that, right? I think it's twenty minutes. Yeah, so it was an hour. So yeah, it, it said it said an hour. <clears throat> Who who's working that? Oh, your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hour after your iPhone's last unlocking, or one hour after it's been disconnected from a trusted USB. And that's just the data side of it, right? Not like charging. Yeah, no, so it'll still charge overnight, things like that. You just won't get the data input. But apparently, so there's already, uh, I, I, I want to say, it's, cel- it's not Celebrite, it's the other company. Uh, it's an Israeli company, I think. The Graybox guys? Is it a Graybox? Um, they've already got a workaround for this already. Now. Already got a workaround already? Yeah, what? already. For, for mobile? Or already, already? For the I- iOS, they've already got a workaround for the USB... Now, now that, that takes this thing back to like some kind of responsible disclosure because if you already got a workaround for something like that, you probably have some kind of vulnerability that it's you know stemming from that, right? Yeah. So I mean, like you said, it's responsible disclosure, but at the same time, uh, it seems that this company has their business model built around these vulnerabilities. Has it built around this Exploited non-disclosure? Flaws. Yeah. And that it, it kind of goes back to the very beginning of what is responsible and what's not you know if, if your business model is and, and unfortunately it's it's going to be skewed depending on how you look at it you know are, are you looking to help law enforcement like these companies are trying to do and holding on to these flaws and trying to find things so they can do their jobs when apple's trying to stymie those issues or you know do we report these to the company so they can go through and try to find a fix so it's Unfortunately, I, I don't know if that line's ever going to get drawn away from gray. Okay. Speaking of gray, did you guys uh, read about the Russian indictment? What the fuck does that have to do with gray? I don't know. It's more red, I guess. Red and yellow, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... Wait, purple? Are we I... going to cyber colors? I Dude, I'm all about the crayon colors. But well, it's going to be was, all about crayons. I, I was totally trying to figure out what Gilmore Gorilla was, so I wasn't listening. That definitely would be gray or blue. Dude, okay. There's a Facebook quiz. You should take it. So there's 12 people, <laughs> Russian people, who've been uh, indicted on the DNC hack, which is quite impressive. Um, if you guys actually took a, take the time, which I recommend, definitely read through the actual indictment itself that was released. I mean, there's a lot of great information in there that's pretty damning, really. I mean, you can say what you will about it, but I mean, a lot of in-depth analysis must have been done for this. I'm, I'm assuming, that's an assumption on my part, 
I mean, I, I know or some a few crea- people that were creative thinking. Yeah, more creative. What? What are you, you calling this fake? Yeah. Let me news? hear your conspiracy fake, fake theory. News? Fake news. Yeah. So th- yeah. this all started with what? What did this start off with? The DNC hack. Yes. This yeah. is all associated with you know actually the, the DCCC hack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they from there they were able to uh, gain some uh, account access that had access to the DNC and they pivoted. Mm-hmm. So what's your conspiracy theory around this? So the in- hold on, hold on. I want to hear what Alex has got to say about his uh, conspiracy. Well, so this is uh, yeah. Nice. So it was a uh, <laughs> inside job. Inside job. Yeah. I just want to know: Wait. Did they get Hillary's actual emails? Are you saying Bill did this all? Bill. Bill did this no, against it was Hillary. S- Seth Rich. I think if Monica. Tra- it was Monica. Uh, if you trace it all back, I bet you it's Monica. So you say who? Seth Rich. Okay. If the stain doesn't come out, you must acquit. Dude, it all goes back to that dry cleaner. So c- can you can you elaborate? Uh, Seth Rich did it. Uh, leaked it to WikiLeaks and was killed for it. Huh. That's some deep shit, bro. MS13. I read it on the internet. It's true. true it's gotta story. be true if it's on the internet. Okay. So you think this indictment's actually going to hold up? You think these people are going to be uh, put away? How? No. How, how, like, how, how can that hold up? These people are in a foreign country. They're not going to turn them over. Does Russia even have extradition rights to the United States? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I very much doubt that. I, I thought this I'm whole making thing, a guess, well, no, but like, I'm going to guess no. I thought this whole thing Snowden's was done. over there already. So I thought this whole thing was done by one person. Goosefer. Yeah, actually, so they mentioned uh, Goosefer 2.0 as one of their their fake handles to bring it in. Um, but one thing that this, this indictment doesn't have is it doesn't have any collusion uh, references. What do you mean? Um, so it, it talks about that these 12 Russian did this, but it doesn't. there's no mention of they did it for somebody other than themselves. There, there was no uh, conspiracy with certain campaigns to do this. With Shmum. Damn it, I can't even... I'm no. too drunk to try to do this. What were you about to say? Looking. I don't know. Yeah. As far I as trying to up. get Trump uh, in <laughs> presidency. So this whole thing, right, wraps around that everybody thinks that Russia helped Trump get elected, right? That's a, that was a point behind this entire thing, right? And that's a collusion, I'm assuming, that you mean. That's right? a supposition, yes. That's a big word. They, they, they don't. They don't intimidate me, and I'm not going to respond to you. <laughs> there is no proof for that, and, that, and that's and that's what and that's what the Mueller campaign is doing. If they're looking for to to find that proof, how long has this damn investigation gone on, though? I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to be a Trump supporter. A I'm not half. trying to be a Hillary supporter. I'm just saying, like, so, like as I read this report, it's got a lot of great information in it. Yeah, and these indictments. You know, they, the words mean things, and the things they put into this document are yeah, they, awesome. Yeah, and they're talking about, like, the accounts, the names of the accounts that they used for a particular point of it. They talk about how later on that account was used to create another account, which was used in another part. So they have some great detail in this indictment about what happened. But not so much of, you know, tying it to these people? That they're... And according to this indictment, there is no tying it to anybody other than these 12 Russians. And those, those guys, they, they have proof of that. They're dead to right, right? 
on would what you they say, have. Would you say that they weren't Russian to get these Russians indicted? Wow. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pause for this oh, oh, awkward dad joke someone, break. Someone's got to beat the yeah. shit out of him. That's, <laughs> I, uh, I got to go. <laughs> you got to work on your dad jokes. Man. Yeah, man. That was, that was, yeah. I know you're new to this, but you know <laughs> you got to step up your game, bro. Yeah, man. I'll do better next yeah. time. It's, it's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll let it slide. I'll get a shot. Yeah. You're 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 putting down all of the other dads. Ah, shut <laughs> the fuck up. That's terrible. <laughs> You definitely trumped me on that one. <laughs> ah, there you go. And he's back. He's getting a little bit better. Yeah. And he's yeah. back. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So we'll, I guess Wait, we'll I don't see. get this joke, guys. <laughs> I'm so confused. I guess we'll, uh, I guess we'll see how this uh, pans out. What, what's the, uh, is there a timeline on this, on this indictment? Or what, what's, what's the update? Uh, it was just released on Friday. Oh. Is there like a, a? They typically don't do stuff during the weekends, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just say it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Is there is there a an there, entire timeline around being able to make sure? Like, is there a statute of limitations against this? I I don't think there's really going to be anything that'll come from this indictment. But I think that this is. So you you kind of mentioned like there was nothing labeled collusion or anything like this coming coming out of this indictment. I think this is the first piece. This is what they have to do formally, saying, hey, these were the ones that actually did the bad shit, um, and this is exactly how they did it. And they did. They spelled it out extremely well in the documentation. Um, but I think stemming from this, we're going to see further things that are going to come out of it. And, you know, who knows what they're going to find. Maybe they will find actual collusion, or maybe they will be able to tie in, like, hey, these these, co- or these conspirators were... were working with these co-conspirators and all this other shit and maybe they were tied into you know re- or republican campaigns or i i don't fucking know but i think that this is just the the first thing that they they're they're putting out and they don't want to put everything out all at once and that's that that's never really their mo to do anyway um but we'll see what happens so i'm i'm a i'm firmly of the belief that there's a lot of uh psyops going on uh, information and misinformation and stuff like that. So typically, what's going to be released is not going to lead us to any kind of uh, responsible conclusions. All right. What uh, we got any gadgets that have been popping up that that we uh, we've been looking at? Anything? Uh, oh yeah, there's the new uh, there's the new Bluetooth adapter for the uh, Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, that came out. Yeah, how is that? I'm that looks pretty hot. Of picking one up. So it's the a new Switch. Kickstarter. Yeah. Problem is, it's Kickstarter, so it doesn't ship till November. But uh, it's a nice, nice USB-C yeah, adapter that you can plug through. into your Switch. You get two. You can connect up to two headphones to it, so you can have two people listening to the Switch if you're playing two-player or whatnot. It looks pretty nice. Okay. What? Uh, anybody else got any? any it's definitely gadgets? a swipe, swipe right. Swipe right on yeah. Tech Tinder. Swipe right. We got to bring uh, that back. Kickstarter Bluetooth switch thing. Yeah, swipe right. Do you guys see that uh, Apple's actually revamping most of their product line? Really? Yeah, yeah I just I just hope didn't the keyboard's just, better. Didn't they just come back come out with like the new MacBooks? They are going to release new MacBooks, and there will be new iPads. Um, I think there's like an 11 inch um, iPad that's going to come out. It's going to have a little bit more 
power to it. Not that you really need more power to your. You get the the new Apple AirPods that they're talking about making, where they're going to be over over the ear headphones now, a little bit more water resistant for the gym and whatnot. So a lot of other companies uh, that are doing laptops that are running Windows actually have touchscreen laptops. So do you think that Apple is going to come out with a touchscreen for OS X, or would that cut too much into their iPad? Oh, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that Apple is moving in the in the way of iPad is going to be their new laptop at some point. I don't know if it's in like a five year or ten year plan, but the iPad is going to be the Apple's laptop soon. Just well, you, just just like Surface does for Microsoft right now, iPad is going to be the new laptop. And you can see that in the end of their App Store, right? Like they're actually oh, trying yeah. to migrate over iOS apps into the Mac OS and everything. Do you think that interface though is is conducive to i hope one day one day all i have to do is use my ipad and it has all the specs and it has everything that i could do similar to a surface except it's a mac you know i i i I I think the interface is great honestly i do it's missing a couple things obviously you know vms and stuff if if we're actually doing yeah that's that's you know computer security work and stuff it, it is missing a few key points right now but as far as the interface goes and if you have like a detachable keyboard and stuff i mean things a perfect laptop it's great and the battery life on it is is really good even after the patch on the ipad yeah iphone totally different we'll go we'll go back like three stories for you and catch you up if you want <laughs> no, i wouldn't pay attention don't worry about it t- t- take another shot <laughs> done I think that should be a new thing, right? So if you mispronounce something, you misspeak, you get a fact wrong, it's a shot. It's a shot? Oh, man. I'd be be ruined today. Absolutely ruined. I've I've already banked a whole bunch. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm good to go. Wait, those don't count. We we don't allow banking of shots here. Yeah. If you you take extra shots, that's on you, homie. (laughs) You got to start again. All right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. We got anything else? I don't think that's about it. Yeah. Henry? I think that's all we got. All right, man. Well, all right. Well, that was uh, that was quick and dirty. Um, if you guys have anything that you want to talk about or anything that you guys want us to, uh, to mention on the show, just let us know. Put it in your comments and... Uh, and YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, the tweets. Hey, we uh, still want to know what kind of Gilmore girl you are. And that would be good. We don't know what you are, and that that's a problem for us. And also, fuck Karen. Yeah. 